Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis, mm-hmm. back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then mm-hmm. a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Come on, Bobby. Bobby Bones. Transmitting across America. Let's go. Hey, welcome to Wednesday show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Let's go. Uh, let's go around the room. On Sundays, you can find him maybe in the backyard on the smoker or maybe in the kitchen because he's always making producer Eddie smoking hot chicken. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> Guys, I had a plan, and it did not work. So my nine-year-old wants to play tackle football, right? And he's like, oh, come on, Dad, please. I want to play. I want to play. And I said, you know what? Before the season starts, I'm going to put him in a camp, a three-day camp, football camp with pads. He's going to get hit really hard, and then he's going to quit. It's the perfect plan. Well, that was last week. He did the camp, got nailed like five or six times, got back up. Every single day after the camp, he says, Dad, I love this. Really? I'm like, how do you love it? Did it not hurt? He's like, I didn't feel a thing when I got hit. I'm like, but you were out. Like, you were out on the ground for like five seconds. He's like, I didn't feel anything. I love it, Dad. I want to go back. Ter- I'm, I'm terrified. I'm terrified. Bones, he loves the game so much, he's going to want to play football for the next, I don't know, what, six, seven years? And like, I don't like what football does to people's heads. Definitely some risk, for sure. I played football. It's one of the greatest things ever happened to me. Yeah, you have a good head. Not even a head. But I didn't, that's where I got a lot of my discipline. Yeah. Showing up on time, leadership. Like a lot of that's there, sure. There are physical. Teamwork. There are physical, mm, we'll just say issues that could happen. But it, that, let them play football. Man, there was this one drill, hilarious, pure entertainment, where they would do line, linebacker versus running back and they would collide. Oklahoma and, drill? <laughs> yes, Oklahoma drill. Mm-hmm. And every time they got hit, the running back would be out for like 10 seconds and they had to stop the, the drill. Be like, Crazy. We, we uh, used to do that stuff. We used to play bull in the ring. They don't even <laughs> allow these. I'm surprised they allowed that. Yeah. They, they, they don't would, even allow this stuff anymore. It was all fun and games until somebody got hit and they're like, oh, all right, time out, <laughs> 10 second breather. Bull in the ring would be where you make a circle and then it's kind of like a dance circle where somebody gets pushed down the middle. And then so, let's say there's a dance circle, all, all team fully padded up. And we'd do it before games, too, because we were stupid. And we, they'd go, all right. And they'd, Bobby, they'd push me in the middle. And then I have to, like, look around and point at someone. <gasps> you! Boom! Hit him. Keep going. You! 
boom, and it's like bull in the ring. And then finally, when you can't take any more shots, you just get out. <laughs> it's like, like when done. you finally got a concussion, you get out and they send somebody else in. <laughs> That's crazy. Bull in the ring. Oh, yeah, it was tough. All right, he rides his bike to work, and sometimes listeners think he can be a jerk. Here he is, Lunchbox. <laughs> I need to come to you guys today and confess something I did to my rental car. So when I flew into the Tampa airport, I got a text on my phone that says, proceed to Section 4 and get any vehicle in Section 4. We had reserved a minivan. There was no minivans in Section 4. So I was like, okay, cool. So we just got an SUV, strapped in the three car seats. It takes like 30 minutes in the sweltering heat. You're dripping sweat. And we pull up to exit. They're like, sorry, sir, you don't have a minivan. You need to go back and get a minivan. So they make me unload the car seats. They go find me a minivan. And so I'm mad. I just wanted to keep the SUV. They wouldn't let me do it. So I just poured my bottle of water right there in the driver's seat. Not going to let me have it. Wait, what? no way. I didn't. Poured water this on the is, seat? This is borderline like. No, no, no. That's, that's vandalism. That's childlike. No, no. It's childlike that they told me Crazy. take any vehicle in section four. And I spent 30 minutes strapping in three car seats, getting all our luggage in there, and then they tell me, oh, sorry, sir, you reserved a minivan. I, I hear you. I do hear you. Like, and I, I would be frustrated, too. And I said, why don't I just keep the SUV? And they said, well, sir, you paid for a minivan. I said, I don't care if it's more expensive for the minivan. Oh. I want to keep the SUV. Like, I've already strapped in the car seats. I the understand kids are in the seats. No, 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 I get it. And they said... I'd be frustrated, too. And then I had to stand there for 15 minutes while they go find me a I get minivan. It. I'd be frustrated, yeah. And I'm like... No. So then I had to spend another 30 minutes to unload everything, strap the car seats into the minivan. And so I was just angry. So I poured water in the seat. I completely agree with the frustration. I do. But yeah. I, just the pouring water on something to show. Oh, man, so mad. Yeah, well, whoever childish. is supposed to get that SUV next. No, no. You I was, it said get any car in Section 4. It didn't say you. No one is saying you're wrong about how you felt. So why not just let me have the car in I Section 4? I don't know, 4? but I don't work there. Exactly. No, not exactly. I know I don't work there. I'm just I was saying, so mad. I know I can tell, but just that's just how he gets mad. He just oh, destroy something. So I poured water in the seat. Like you don't want me to have it? Fine, no one can have it. Well, that's oh, not true either because it takes like five seconds to dry it out yeah. with a towel. Okay, that's psychotic thinking. Yeah, it's not psychotic. It's I instinctive. If I can't but have it, no one can. Also, can? be psychotic. Like my instinct is to kill. <laughs> yeah, like if you're. It's like yeah, Eddie breaking a broom over. It's instinctive. You break the broom over your leg. No, but it, I, I, don't, I think you're using instinct. <laughs> <laughs> He's he's not. He's, he's attached himself to a word. And he's not gonna let it go. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that with us. That was a bit. We all understand your frustration. Oh, so they treated you like that. Yeah. But I don't think that's the way to do it. It came from your something. the. It's almost like his uh, lid flipped on his mm. brain, and he went to he reacted, not reaction, not rational thinking at yeah. all. You reacted. You right. didn't respond. And yeah. I left all the doors open and the car running. Oh, you showed them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Did, you, did your wife know this happened? Yeah. Um, and she said. Well, that was stupid. Yeah. Okay. Uh, her sister has a show on HGTV called Building Roots, and Lunchbox tried unsuccessfully to be one of their recruits. Here she is, Amy. My daughter was on my Instagram, and she saw a dancing video of Britney Spears came up, and she's like, Mom, is this one of your friends? Like, she didn't realize who she was, and she, you know, Britney's dances and her mascaras everywhere, so Sashira was concerned, and I said, whoa, this is this is Britney Spears, and she did not know who she was. And I thought, okay, sit down. I was like, back in the day, she or she still is one of the most famous people in the world. Yeah. But I was like, she is a pop star, and like she couldn't see it through this video. So I took her down memory lane, and we went to TMZ and watched their whole documentary that came out about her. And they, it, 
it was good because they showed Britney back in the day and then everything now and kind of what happened and what led to such a drastic, yeah. different type of person. And I was like, okay, all right, now we've done Britney Spears. So, like, who else do I need to teach her about that's important for Counting us to Crows. know? Counting, mm-hmm. Counting Crows. Pearl Jam after mm-hmm. that. Yep. Eminem. Yeah, I was thinking in sync because mm. Justin. I think Justin Timberlake more than in sync. Well, in sync though tells you about Justin Timberlake. Oh. Yeah. Um, I think too that Britney Spears is thinking about top five most famous people, pop stars in the last fifty years. You got to think what they go, where they go from. Like Taylor Swift. Yeah, for sure. Before that, Britney Spears. Before that, pop stars, Madonna. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. Before that, Whitney Houston. I would put Michael Jackson in the same time period and bigger than Whitney okay. Houston. Frank Sinatra. Oh, yeah. Elvis. Elvis. Elvis, yeah. Beatles. I think that's like the... Oh, what about Bieber? Big, but I don't think Bieber was as big as either Taylor or Britney. Just oh, wow. general okay. pop starness. I thought he was... He, no, he is. Yeah, he is. Yeah. But your instinct led you to a pretty good place. <laughs> yeah, my like instinct. Yeah, you, said, you got us. All right, Ray, go ahead. From Mountain Pine, Arkansas, his comedy tour gets underway this week, and he's just working on one final tweak. Bobby Bones. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I'll be at the Opry tonight, by the way, doing, doing some jokes. Um, for the first time ever in the history of my life, I'm going to share something with you guys I've never done before. It is the first time. It is, it's it. I'm embarrassed. I'm ashamed. First time ever it's happened in the whole wide world. I cracked my phone screen. <gasps> oh! Oh, no! Dropped it? What happened? How does it feel? How does it feel? Here's the thing. I have dropped my phone from some places high. Boom! Oh no. Oh, everything's intact. I've kicked it accidentally across the kitchen. I've thrown it to people and then they didn't catch it. Nothing. I had this phone six inches above where I was and I did that. I looked down, it shattered in two corners. That's crazy. I didn't even drop it from anywhere high. It was. So oh. now what do I do? I know I can take get it fixed. Mm-hmm. I'm not having a cracked phone screen. If you ever see anybody with a cracked phone screen, take a step back. Oh. It's like it's like driving next to somebody with a car that's been in, <laughs> with a bunch of dents. Because there's a reason that car got dents. Uh-huh. And they ain't afraid to get another dent. So I stay away from people with dents in their cars. I stay away from people with cracked phone screens. What do I do, Amy? You can take it to uh, a iPhone repair place they and they'll just phone? put a new screen on. Do they keep my phone? I don't know. I haven't cracked mine in a minute, but it doesn't take... Long, Morgan? does it? Yeah, no, they may keep it for a day. It nope. just depends on how Bobby, much damage I got you. there is. I got you. There's someone that will come to your house in yeah. a van you and fix it. Wait, what? Yeah. 100%. No, my wife has cracked her screen. And with I'm assuming you have insurance through your plan. You call them up. They will send a person to your house in a van, fix it right there. About 10 minutes. My question is, do they rob me while they're there? No, no, they don't even come in the house. Oh, They just knock on the door. They take your phone to the van. But do they go through my stuff? No. Okay. You don't know. You don't know that though. He did not say that confidently. Nah. He said no. Nah. I mean, I wasn't in the van with the person, but I assume they don't. I mean, you got a lock screen on it. Oh, oh, so they, they don't have to like get into the phone. No, no. All they got to do is. You don't know that. <laughs> yes, my wife's phone was unlocked. They didn't unlock it and use it. Yeah, that's true. They literally you just took it to the van. It took them 10 minutes. But do they like download everything from it? Now that I don't know. I didn't see the computer system in their van. But I know that it was 10 minutes. Let me know that. Let me know the thing. Yeah, I'll talk to Oscar. He send, sent the guy. Send me that. Oscar? Yeah. Let Oscar know. <laughs> Oscar works where? Uh, Corpus Christi. Now, what, what company? Verizon. That's what I got! That's what I'm talking what about. about? Yeah. I'm telling you. Did I get on your plan too, buddy? <laughs>
Let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My boyfriend and I just bought our first house together. We have a Brady Bunch situation going on. Combined, we have four kids. He has two sons. I have two daughters. I have an amazing 16-year-old daughter who has always been respectful, hardworking, gets good grades. All of our friends are the same way. Recently, my daughter had some of her friends over to swim. And while we were all hanging out in the pool, one of her friends came out in a thong bikini. Now, I'm not a prude at all, but I was in complete shock. I looked at my boyfriend. He was uncomfortable as well. I've known this girl's mother for longer than I've known this 16-year-old. But I'm not sure if this is something I go to the parents about. I talked to my daughter about how I feel like it's completely inappropriate, but she thinks I'm overreacting. Do I call the mom? Do I talk to the kid myself? Do I have my daughter say something? Or do I need to just let it go? Am I an old mom? Any advice is welcome. Sincerely, that thong, 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 thong. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Amy, you go. This is so hard because swimsuits these days are very cheeky. And I have this same conversation with my daughter. And she she loves to look at me and say, Mom, we are a different generation. It's one of her favorite She's things right. to throw back at me. But I say, well, uh, my pool, my rules. So I want more coverage on your bottom or and your you're... generation runs and pays for the house <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, I mean. and i'm pretty sure my yeah my generation even if she wants to spend her hard money on the swimsuit it just depends you have to know who's around who's there like at church camp a lot of times you have to wear a one piece okay people follow that rule or what any kind of camp i'm sure so i would say it's your house so you could kindly ask that they wear a full covered bottom and how would you do the ask though because that was another question should she go to the kid, to the her kid, or to the mom? If the kid is 16, I think that you can talk to the kid in a very, like, calm, rational, like, hey. But you're not her mom. That's tough. I would, go to the, I would go to my daughter and be like, hey, blame it on me if you want, but she can't wear the butt cheek swimsuit here. Just be like, mom's lame. And she's not going to let us wear thongs. Ooh, put it on That's what daughter. I would. I, well, no, I would. I would have the daughter put it on the mom. Put yeah. it on. Yeah. Like if I were the mom and you were my daughter, I would mm-hmm. say, Amy, tell Eddie to stop wearing the thong. Yeah. Here. yeah. Um, That's probably good. I guess I just picture some of my daughter's friends, like her best friend. I'm close enough to her to where I could say okay. something. Well, that's good. If you are super close, right? I don't think you need to call the mom <laughs> though of a 16 year old. I think you can do one of the two. You can even tell your daughter, Hey, look, I get it. You're mad at me. You know, I'm old, but here. This house is owned by the old person. So you can tell her or I can tell her. And that you know what's going to happen? She's going to go tell her because no one wants their mom talking to their friend like that. True. So you tell her or I can tell her. And then your daughter will tell her. She'll be like, my mom's so lame. Man, everyone's wearing those, though. Like, it doesn't matter what age you are. It's weird. That's why I was just saying. Yeah, it's, it's so weird. But it's cheeky. That's just cheeky, like Amy Look said. at forever, though. <laughs> it's one piece it's a bikini uh, over time bikini, yeah, but the g-string is like too much bikini. no the, the, they're even starting to do g-string ish in the front oh that's right. not good i've right. not but, seen but, that but what's yet. next nothing yeah but my point is <laughs> basically nothing has changed since the since the advent of swimsuits this has constantly been the cycle oh and it will never stop well i can't wait till we Until get back nothing. into the the <laughs> it, we recycle back paint. into full coverage <laughs> It's just paint. That's it. Just paint a little over. <laughs> yes. There you go. Thank you. Um, let your daughter know or tell your daughter that you're going to let her friend know. And I bet you your daughter then tells the friend. But you have not. You're right. Miss Thong, 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 Thong. You know it. <laughs> All right. That's it. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go to my wallet. 
You know what happens when I go to my wallet? Money. You got money. Money. Come on. I'll tell on someone. What do you want to know? Hey, what, what? That's what it is. <laughs> tell on someone? The best secret gets... Now, that's a bit. Yeah. If I come in and I'm like, I got $20. Whoever tells me the best true secret about somebody gets the money. Oh, what a bit. Lunchbox, you didn't know you inadvertently came with one of the greatest bits in the history of the show that hasn't been done yet. Pay me. Wow. No, that's, you don't get paid for the bit. <laughs> oh. That's not this bit. Oh. Hey, Mike, write that down. That's a good I'm bit. I'm more than 20 bucks. Okay. Yeah, I think so. I think I'm going to more than 20 to that. Hey, just to tell a secret? Yeah. Anonymously, though? Oh, oh anonymously. Well, how are you going to pay us? Oh, that's true. I'll, gotta claim it. I'll just never say who it was. No, but somebody's got to claim it. But then you're never going to say the secret because you don't say secrets. Well, okay, we're talking about that bit. I got this bit here. <laughs> All right, $20. That bit's got some work to do. Let's go. This one, I got $20. So we're going to do word problems, okay? Oh. When you know the answer, yell your name. The person with the most points is going to get the actual money. Word it's problem. a trivia question, but it's going to be tough. It's going to have oh some words God. and some math. Oh, my God. Math. Morgan, <laughs> Morgan, you can play two if you want. Do yeah, I need to write this it. stuff down? Well, here we go. Question number one. Yell your name as uh, the buzzer. Okay. When someone yells their name, everybody else drop their pins. And I'm only going to give you three seconds to answer because everybody else can keep figuring it out. Okay. And you can't yell your name for the second time until I say, back on. Okay? Oh, gosh. This is so confusing. Here we go. There are 38 pages in a book. Sam reads 14. How many pages does he have left to read? Lunchbox. Lunchbox. 24. Correct. That's too fast. I Simple can never math. do that. Simple I'll math. Never... He's got one. Oh, my gosh. I need a calculator. Now, it could get trickier. Well, I thought, I thought you were tricking me, and that's why I was like, I'm in trouble. Go for it. Yeah, I definitely thought that was more complex. Okay. <laughs> I was like, this can't be right. If Tammy has 25 cupcakes and Sarah has 17, how many cupcakes do they have in total? Lunchbox. Lunchbox. 42. Correct. I I'll never be able to do this. I'm out he of this game. Wow, you can add fast. Okay, I'm getting a calculator. Okay. It's not about the calculator. It's listening to the, the words. No, it's calculator. For me, trust me. Eddie, no calculator. Come on, dude. I, I can't figure that out no that quick. Even if you tell me to add it up, I can't figure it out that quick. There's quickly. no calculator. I'm in trouble. Okay. That's a lot of cupcakes. Okay. If there are 64 cookies to split among 16 kids, how many cookies will each kid get? Eddie. Eddie. That's nine. Me. Incorrect. How many kids? Yeah. If there are 64 cookies to split among 16 kids, how many cookies will each kid get? Morgan. Morgan. Four. Correct. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't get the number of kids right. I kept stupid. Boy. If you get fined $9 each time you say a bad word on the air, and you say seven bad words. Lunchbox. Lunchbox. 63. Yeah. Nine times seven. 63. Yeah. These aren't really word problems, guys. They're just math. Yeah. Which I never had a chance. It's not over, dude. No, no, I really don't. This game has just started. <laughs> I can't do it. Eddie, what do you mean? I, I, I can't do math that quickly. I can't. Like the most simplest math, unless it's like four plus four, it's eight. But like anything more That's complicated than that? That's the only one. It's too hard for me, man. Okay, here we go. There are four left, by the way. All right. What's the value of 10 squared? Lunchbox. Eddie. Lunchbox. 100. Correct. Mm -hmm. This guy's crushing Quick. you. Guys. Yeah, yeah, I know. He's good. That's three. Okay, here we go. How many sides does a heptagon have? Eddie. Lunchbox. Eddie. Ten. Incorrect. Amy. Time on. Lunchbox. Lunchbox. Six. Oh. Incorrect. Amy. Time. Amy. Time on. Amy. Amy. Seven. Correct. Oh, hepta yes. seven? I got it. 
Just think about it. If you get hepatitis, you probably slept with seven women. <laughs> is that right? What? One in seven get hepatitis. I never thought about that. One in seven. That is, you know what, man? That's good. That like that. Wow. Hey, who cares? It works for me. I'll PSA. always remember that now. Seven. I mean, I'll, that's how I'll remember that. I'm serious forever. I know that's not real, guys, but I'll never forget that. So dumb. Wait, where did the what, seven's the answer? Hep oh, half and seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says if you sleep with seven women, you get hepatitis. Because one out of seven has. Yeah. Which is not like, true. None of that's true. But that's I, I, it works. What do you call the sum of all the sides of a geometric shape? Lunchbox. Lunchbox. Area. Uh-uh. Amy. Um, the perimeter. On. Correct. Dang it. Go. Right, final question. Worth five points. Yeah. What? Five points? Okay. What? You always yell. You want the one to last. I know, but not when I'm in the lead. Oh, well, you always yell, so we just assign the last one to five points. Let's go. Rounded to two decimal places. Huh? Oh, okay. What? Come on. (laughs) What did you say? Meemaw. (laughs) Watch my mouth. Watch my mouth when I talk. Rounded to two decimal places. Rounded to two decimal points. I don't know the answer. Dang it. What? I know the question. What's the question? Lunchbox. Go for it. 2.17. 2.17. Incorrect. Dang it. But you do know the question, I see. Dang it. I don't know it, though. 2.17. Morgan. Morgan. 3.14. Correct. Yes! Dang it. I couldn't think the of it. The value of pi rounded right. to two decimal. Morgan, yeah. come collect your $20. That is so stupid. That is so stupid. Wait, guys. I, I still don't get it. Next time, let's let him finish the question. Why? I I, I just don't know the answer. Morgan right went $20. Wow. But she didn't even win. $20 makes her holler. She went, woo. I still don't understand that hey, question. Hey, Eddie, he- heptagon has how many sides? Seven. Exactly. Because of, what is it, hepatitis? He- one in seven. <laughs> <laughs> this is the stupidest show ever. That's right. Thank I'll never forget you. that. I only did that because you like it to be worth five points. You said that, so we Man, assigned the last question. Man, that is so dumb. I won that game. We did it for you. I you owe we me 20 for, bucks, We did Morgan. it for you. Hey, lunch. You see it? We did it for you. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Shout out to Jason Smith. He's 45 years old. He lives in Vegas. He works for Caesars. And last year he was like, man, I don't know. I'm a single dad, but I want more kids. And let me look into some fostering. So he goes and gets certified to be a foster parent. And he waits, he waits. They gets teamed up with three boys, their brothers. One's nine, one's 10, one's 11. He's like, I want all three of these. And that's special because most of the time, you know, they can't, people can't take three brothers or three people or too, too much. So these three brothers have been moved five different times, five different foster homes. So he goes, no, 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 we're not wow. going to do that anymore. I'm going to take them in, bring them into my home. And then nine months later, he finalized the adoption and they are permanently in his home. What's the deal? Can you just be a single dude and adopt kids? I mean, you have to prove that you're not a creep. How do you prove that? Is that a test? I don't know. <laughs> All right. There are seven questions here. So, I mean, there it is thorough for single women or men. Yeah. Or I would think single women would be easier. Probably. It just would make more sense. Looking at the track record. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, good for this dude. He must be so not a creep. And then he took three brothers together. That's pretty awesome. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us ranging from the artists themselves to the producers, 
or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I must have looked so awkward. Yesterday was one of those days where I forgot to bring or even put on deodorant. Because sometimes I will go in the bathroom after I wake up and I try to get everything done immediately and quickly because my wife is asleep. So I'm stealth mode. You know Mission Impossible when Tom Cruise is hanging and he's almost on the floor, that rope? And <laughs> There's like, lasers everywhere. Yes, like, oh. That's what I'm trying to do, not wake her up. So I brush my teeth quiet, quietly. I do um, shave quietly. And sometimes I'll forget to do stuff. I didn't put deodorant on. I got to work and I was like, man, I smell terrible. I knew I could smell it. And so I didn't have deodorant. So the whole day, we wouldn't have lunch after I came out. My elbows down at my waist almost the whole day. I didn't want anybody to smell anything. So I walked around like that for like two hours. No elbows up, locked in. And hopefully nobody, because sometimes you smell somebody and it's like, oh, they have no idea they smell it. And I feel bad for them. I hope nobody felt bad for me yesterday. We didn't smell you. We couldn't smell you. Yeah, we sat far away, but I was in, in yeah. groups with people. Mm. So I stunk. So it was, it was not a good day. But I tried to hide it. I'm very sorry. I'm going to keep some deodorant up here, though, now. We're going to build a little cat, little cubby system for me up here. Is that community deodorant? No. Oh, yeah. Right. That no. is disgusting. You never know. 
Yes, we know. It is not community. <laughs> okay, I do have a lot of stuff to talk with Amy about, so now we're going to do Amy all the time. Amy all the time. Amy all the time. Amy all the time. Okay, the first thing, a reminder to book an appointment. This, this was what you wanted to talk about, about getting a mammogram. Yeah, just uh, paying attention to when your yearly is up, especially if you're in your 40s. I'm 42, so right now I'm in that window where I'm supposed to get it every year. And I would have swore that I had it this year, like maybe just in the last six months for sure, because it feels like just yesterday that I went and got it done. And sure enough, I uh, a, a reminder popped up on my calendar. It has been exactly a year. So sometimes time can get away from you. So just make sure you know when your appointment's supposed to be so that you don't miss it and then i was talking to a friend about it and she was she's in her 30s she's like well shoot i don't even know when i'm supposed to go and really i so i looked it up anything before 40 if you have anything abnormal happening or family history then you can be proactive and book an appointment if not then 40 to like 50 you can go every year and then after that every two years if you want raymundo's wife had breast cancer for a while, right, Ray? Yeah. And so how? what does she do now? What's her, does she go every six months or something? Yeah, it gets spaced out because she's now five years cancer-free, so I believe every six months she goes. And how's she doing now? Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. they said the success rate once you're five years is pretty much above 90%. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. amazing. All right, let's do it again. Amy, Amy all the time. My mind is blown. Why am I just now learning this? Yeah. Did you know if you take a screenshot of something, you know how sometimes if someone sends you like an address or phone number, you take a screenshot so you have got it, but then you have to go to your maps and type it in or your phone and type it in. No, you can go to your photos, take a screenshot of something. And in the bottom right hand corner, there's this little circle square with three lines in it thing. You hit that and boom, it turns everything into a link. And now I can hit you can that copy link. Paste or and link it, or... Yes, and you can link it. It's it's crazy. You can copy. Yeah, copy paste. That's another one. You couldn't do that. I never knew that. There you go. Me wow. either. That's Mind blown. Bottom right corner. You've seen that symbol when you take a photo, right? I mean, I can't see. And I'm, you're showing me your phone from like 80 yards away. We oh. trust you, though. Yeah, we trust you there. All right. All right. Parenting tip: How to keep your kids feeling safe at night. Yeah, so Stevenson's been a little scared at times. I mean, we all get that way, even me, but he has a bunch of these little green army men, you know, the kind from Ted Lasso, those little ones. Mm -hmm. And so he's been lining them up a lot lately. And so we thought, oh, cool idea. Let's line these up on the windowsill and line them up facing your door. It's going to keep anything out. Mm. Monsters, ghosts, Have any monsters come in since you've lined them up? I'm just saying. It's, no, they it's haven't. It's been a little hack in his brain of like, oh, I've got these my little army men lined up protecting me and somehow that's, that's given him a little more peace. So, especially, I don't know, it could work for boy, girl, whatever. Well, for me, it, burglars. Toy soldiers will stop the burglars. G.I. Joes. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or whatever it is for your kid. Like, maybe it's that you line up other dolls or bears or something they have that yeah. can keep an eye out for you. I like it. One more. Yeah, you watch Black Mirror? Yes. So, it's my favorite show. Yeah, okay. The Office, Black Mirror currently, it's my favorite show. There's nothing, one episode does not affect the other. They're all separate episodes about where technology is taking us, and usually, it ain't good. So, you watch yeah. episode one, Joan is awful? I don't even know how they come up with this stuff, but that's my favorite one out of the three. So, I've watched the first three episodes. I thought Joan is awful was good. Did you watch the one about the documentary? Uh, no. I've only watched one, two, three. But I think two is that one. Two, uh, two, I got a little bored. Not gonna lie. 
huh? two, they're out in the some countryside. Oh yeah, you have to watch. It's the best one ever. It's the, 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 Amy. What? It gets, I was it's so bo- bored. No, 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 it gets boring for a second. About but that one the shook guy me. that killed. That one shook me. I couldn't stop thinking about it for a day. I still think about that one. Okay. Oh yes, because the boyfriend and girlfriend. They, no, no, don't they, say anything. Okay. But they shoot. It, it's a documentary. Mm-hmm. I haven't got to that part. Oh, Amy, you have but to watch it. You said was, you watched all three. Yeah, you watched all three. I, I, Amy, you have to watch that one. But I told him specifically. It can get a little boring at first, but I'm telling you, you'll that one when that one's over, you're like, I can't. Oh my god, I can't stop thinking about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said specifically that on two, I got bored and gave up and moved on to three because you said three was awesome. What was three? Three is the one with the guy from Breaking Bad. Oh, the in space. Yes, that's a good one too. That that was so bizarre. Mm, that's a good one too. But yeah, I liked it. That was like a movie. That one Mike said was the best he's ever seen. Yeah. It's like an hour and a half. Uh, Black Mirror's good, huh? It's really it's trippy. good. It's but trippy, but it's good. I guess go, watch, go back and watch too. Okay. And you'll not stop thinking about it. I'm thinking Wait, about it right now again. But am I going to be scared? No. But I guess I could line up my little army. You can do that. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you very much. I got the helmet of movies here. Yes. Woo! It is an Arkansas Razorback football helmet. We all have movies we've put in. It's the BBCC, which is the Bobby Bones Cinema Club. We've watched Rope from 1812. No, no, 48, I think. 19, 1948. Maybe. We drew Eddie's movie. We watched Rope. Then we watched The Stuff. Yeah. 1985. From My Nightmare. And you never <laughs> will eat yogurt again. From 1985. So we've all put movies in. Although there was a change. What movie did you pull out, Eddie? Well, when I when we watched Rope, you guys were like, okay, now that we picked your movie and we watched it, you got to come up with another one. And quickly, I just picked one. And I was like, you know what? I was too quick on that. So I thought about it, and I got another one in there. So what'd you pull out, though? I pulled out another Alfred Hitchcock movie. And I told Mike, oh, I don't want to watch another one. You're doing it. Okay, so this is a real movie. This is another real movie. You're going to love Mike, you get my movie in there? Okay. So, oh, and you have a new movie in yeah, there. Yeah, I got a new one. Why do you say it like that? No, it's entertaining. Are you up to no good? No, there's entertainment. He's always up to some hijinks. Entertainment. So. Yeah. Is it Showgirls? I didn't say that. What is it? Oops. If it... Okay. Okay. All these movies are in a hat. We've all put a movie in. We'll have a week to watch it. We'll review it. We ask our listeners, if you want to watch and be in the Bobby Bone Cinema Club, watch it with us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Come on. I'm shaking it through. Some compare it to Oprah's Book Club. Yep. Oh, yeah. Ready for the movie. Yes. Yeah. I mean, people get mailbox money because we watch, so many people watch it. Oh, I hope it's my movie, man. You guys are going to love it. No, you're oh, my gosh. I should have put in Holiday Harmony. The movie is that we'll all be watching. Whose is it? Raymundo. Oh no. Oh gosh. God, please don't be the beach again. That was the stupidest movie. We'll be watching a movie called Shotgun Wedding. Yep. What is that? It's on a beach. It's J Lo, Josh Duhamel. 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 It's newer. Yeah, oh, terrible. Score on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm telling you guys, it's got everything. That's why I did it. There's drama. There's it's a thriller. There's comedy. You name it, it's in there. It's on Romance, Amazon Prime. Rom com. Free on Amazon Prime. I don't know. Can you uh, show me what the, the 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 deal is? Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. I think it's free if you have, if you already oh, paid for it. It's, all, it's hour forty minutes. And here is what's happening in Shotgun Wedding. Darcy and Tom gathered their very lovable but very opinionated families for the ultimate destination wedding. Just as the couples oh begin to get cold feet. And that's what it's about. It has 45% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah! Raymundo, you have won. We will watch Shotgun Wedding on Amazon Prime and be back in a week, everybody, with your reviews. And Shot- he loves this movie. I can't wait to watch it again. You... I'm not. I mean, I'm not mad at it. This is the only like rope and, yeah. and the stuff that was pretty. <laughs> wow, bad. it did just come out in December. So it's a new one. 
This is J Lo. Okay. Right. Shotgun yeah, yeah. Wedding. Name, you guys la- watch name it. the last good J Lo movie. Made in Lots. Manhattan. Yeah. Uh, Mar- what's Sel- that one? Selena. Uh, That's about Ma- the last good one. Selena Patch Adams. I don't think she's in that one. <laughs> it was a good movie, though. It was a good movie. She just did on Netflix okay. with um, Owen That's Wilson. Follow on Cinema Club. We have one week, guys. Get to watch it. Your number ones in rock. It's Jelly Roll. Need a favor? I only talk to God when I need a favor. In pop, it's Taylor Swift Karma. And in country, it's Luke Combs Fast Car. So I remember when we were Jelly Roll is actually at number two on the country chart here. This song, same song. Wow. And then Jordan Davis, here's a weird thing. Jordan was number one for weeks. He's at number three this week, but what's happened was it fell to like four and then climbed back up to three weeks after it fell from one. It's bizarre. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. It doesn't want to fall. Could he come back and do one again? You could, but it's almost impossible to do. I vote for it, yes. <laughs> All right, there you go. Thank you, guys. Hey, by the way, if you're in Wichita or Tampa or Louisville or Vegas, I'm coming to town. My comedically inspirational show, we had its second shows in Wichita and Tampa. Get tickets at bobbybones.com. That uh, Wichita show is coming up pretty soon. The Bobby Bones Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. Researchers have discovered a fountain of youth pill. <laughs> They're looking for a... Small and blue. <laughs> They're looking for humans to start the clinical trial test because so far they've uh, tested out on mice and monkeys for the last three years and they see promising things. And this isn't just like any old researchers. These are researchers from Harvard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what's the pill supposed to do? Reverse signs of aging. But it's does that like mean inside gene- your body or like the wrinkles they suck in your face? It's like, a, you know, genes inside of you. Like it's, it's doing something. Think, yeah, so, we don't, so you don't know. It's reversing them. <laughs> like instead of them going forward. No, no, yeah. Aging, so now you're just like filibustering. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was published in July's Medical Journal yeah, cool. from Harvard. Yeah. But they say that this is like a huge step. Like it's a chemical cocktail. Okay, we're just saying lots of words at this point. But we're looking for uh, people to try it out. Do yeah. monkeys and mice like actually look like they're getting older or younger? Yeah. Like monkeys already look old. Bro, I don't know. I guess does it make them smaller? I don't know. Like shrink them back to a baby size. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I don't know. All right, what else? Well, I mean, if you don't want to take part in that trial, I don't. you you could try Jim Beam and Jack Daniels. Don't want to try that either. There's this 104 year old veteran. His name is Arthur Walters Jr. And he says that his longevity is due to just that: Jim Beam, Jack Daniels, and. Genetics, <laughs> right? Most importantly, <laughs> yes. Which definitely because you can live uh, a really healthy life, ever do everything according to the book, and still, if you don't have good genetics, you're going to kick the bucket early. There's some things you can't control. Well, there's this man that says he can now control his dreams because he put a chip in his brain. Hmm. How uh, did he put a chip in his own brain? I don't know. Surgery. Okay, now you're just saying words again. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. Amy just says words to answer questions, even though it really Oh my is. gosh, let me look. She's like, mm, an experiment. A researcher in Kazakhstan says he implanted a chip in his brain in a surgery that he did on himself with paper clips okay. and a drill. <laughs> I'm not just it's saying like words. Ear piercing at 12 years old is what oh, it sounds no. like. Yeah. All right, numb this with ice. <laughs> now stick this paper clip through it. I don't believe him. Which kids don't do that because my daughter did that with her best friend and ended up with an infected ear. She just decided, we're going to pierce our ears. We have no idea what we're doing. Ugh. And you slammed that car and you pulled it over on the side of the road. Well, that's when I found out. Yeah. I was awesome. driving <laughs> her and three other friends to the mall. So I feel bad because it's probably embarrassing in front of them. That's showbiz baby. 
but she had had her hair down for days. And then we're going to the mall and she's putting it up in a ponytail. It's like a full house episode where you put your hair down to cover your ear because (laughs) it's been affected or like a Cosby show episode. And then I look over as she's putting her hair in the ponytail and I notice four piercings because she already has three. Good gosh. Isn't that enough? That's literally an episode of a show. I mean, I'm not just saying like it's like, I mean, it really was an episode where somebody pierced her secretly, pulled her hair over it. It was infected. And so they kept hiding it. And then finally, maybe full house. Yeah, maybe. Sounds like Stephanie, maybe. Or Saved by the Bell. Or every 90s sitcom probably had that episode. Yeah, yeah. or my life. Yeah. So, yes, I slammed on the brakes and called her out. I, st- I still took him to the mall, though. Uh, Taylor Swift is likely making around $13 million per night on tour. Oh, my goodness. Which is a lot of money, but I just There's no but. There's no but. It's a lot of money. No but. Okay. Oh, it's a lot of money. And I think it's really interesting that it's $13 million because her favorite lucky number is 13 oh, And I'm like, right. what are the odds of that? It's like meant to be. Okay, then they planted that story. I, well, I don't know that it's planted, but probably the numbers were going to come out and they probably, they could have adjusted. One, Mount Pine, where I'm from, you, I'm going to tell you this had to be adjusted. They released the full, uh, it's not attendance, but however many people were going to school, kindergarten through 12th grade. Right, whatever that is. Senses. Again, we're just saying words. So (laughs) we were the Mountain Pine Red Devils, and they said that at our entire school, kindergarten through twelfth grade, we had six hundred sixty-six kids. You're going to tell me that that wasn't messed with? Why do they want to tell me that was like wasn't like two numbers off? But why do they want to mess with that? Well, they're already the Red Devils. Oh, okay, I get to know. Yeah. Oh boy, that together? Not immediately. Yeah, yeah, well, that's what it was. And it wasn't an episode of Full House. It was Kimmy pierces Stephanie's ears. Kimmy, Stephanie. And then Stephanie. she hides, yeah, then she hides it. it. No, I knew it. Yeah, yeah, but you I knew piggyback. it was Stephanie. I knew it was Stephanie. Piggybacker. All right, is that it? Yep. No, don't start that. That's my pile. <laughs> that was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. He lives in Texas. He's in fifth grade. His name is Yuvi. He loves music. He started playing piano when he was four or five years old, took to the drums, also loves animals, and participated in a program through a school where he read to dogs at a privately run shelter just to hang out with them and calm them mostly because these dogs are freaking out all the time. So it's not so much about the... It's not that they're hearing Pippi Longstocking, guys. It's that there's somebody with them, a human, right? (laughs) Got it. So he started doing this with his dog at home. He would play music for his dog. His dog's name is Bozo. So he's like, dang, what if I do... And he started writing wild tunes. So every week he writes these songs and then plays them at the Houston Pets Alive, turning the shelter and it's a no kill anyway and trying to calm the animals down. And then he plans on taking wild tunes nationwide and doing like a holiday concert with these songs he's written. What? To play for animals. That's awesome. But only dogs show up and they can't buy tickets. Yeah, yeah. He's not going to make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You know? But that's okay. <laughs> but he wants to really raise money to help further support Houston Pets Alive which is what he's doing this for anyway. Just a kid, fifth grader, can play music and like animals, and that's what he did. There's a picture of him next to like dog crates with a keyboard, like a Casio keyboard. That's awesome. And it's like, <laughs> he's not Beethoven, but it's like a kid that you can tell can play piano pretty good, and all these dogs are sitting there just chilling. I wonder if he'll ever reach number one on the dog charts. I haven't looked recently. Um, still, oh, who let the dogs out? Still number one? Oh, no. After all this time, by the Baja men, still <laughs> Uh, how much is that doggy in the windows at number two? That was a good one. Yeah, Wild Tunes. Looks like it's at number 11 right now, but we're rooting for Let's it. Let's go, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Here's a voicemail we got last night. 
Hi, I'm just calling to let you guys know that I listen to you every day and you make my day. I was going through a really depressed time a while back and listening to you guys in the morning really helped me get through a lot of it because you guys make me laugh. Lunchbox, I love you. Bobby, you're the best. Amy, Eddie, all of you. I just want to say thank you. I appreciate that. Sorry you were going through some rough times there. Glad we could help. Here's another voicemail. Man, I just called him, man, because the first time after hearing your show for like 14 years, first time I'm disappointed in you, man. Why are you letting Lunchbox run this show like it's his show, man? He should have had that report done a long time ago. Now he's deadline after deadline after de- Come on now, Bobby. You're better than this, man. Let's get that wheel, man, a punishment, man. Wheel of torture, wheel, whatever you want to call it. Let's put a mini one or whatever. But let's get him on that wheel, man. Come on, Bobby. I've been getting a lot of crap for this. Because usually, I rule with an iron, but loving fist. <laughs> loving but iron, I shall say. You know, but Lunchbox had some problems with his report on the JFK assassination. Lots of problems. Yeah. So, when is it due? I don't even know when it's due anymore. When's it due now? Uh, you just told me open-ended. I don't think yeah, I ever I said the words that. open-ended. Scuba, when's it due? We decide at least by end of the week, so by Friday. Okay. No? We're ready. Will you be ready tomorrow or Friday? Yeah. Got the wigs? Got the wigs. They weren't the wigs I ordered. Didn't matter. We don't know the difference. But they're wigs. Okay. Weird. Okay. What I'm saying, I, I, like I said, I really do believe I ordered those from China and I did not get the mm. wigs. And so had to go Goodwill and we got some wigs. Okay, so tomorrow, Friday, Lunchbox's report on the JFK assassination. All right, we yeah, host. And this I'm tired better, of getting pushed around by this guy. And when I do this... Report, I want that guy to call back and tell me how great it was. Okay, you got it. All right, now, Amy's Morning Corny. Let's go. The Morning Corny. What does Homer Simpson have in common with pizza? What? Dough. <laughs> that was the Morning Corny. You got to say it like him, though, right? Like, no, no. Well, I didn't watch The Simpsons. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. So. But you told a joke. You don't. I know, you know he what? says dough, but I didn't know with what, like what, how where he inflected dough. <laughs> okay, That's the only way. I mean, she it. literally goes dough. <laughs> Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos, and I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. 
all these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This guy does not look 71, the golden bachelor. The old person bachelor. They're doing ABC. Guess I see a picture of him. No, I've seen that. Oh, oh what? He's a ba- okay. Now I know what you're talking yeah, about. He doesn't look 71. No, no, no way. He's better looking than all of us. Yeah, he's 71. Are, are they sure? Did they double check. Check his birth certificate. Danny Almonte. <laughs> Who's that? Little League World Series kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. How old are the 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 people trying to be with him? I'm okay. glad you asked. So ABC's first ever Golden Bachelor. <laughs> is Jerry Turner, a 71-year-old retired restaurateur who has two daughters and two granddaughters. He will try to find love among a group of women that are 65 and older. <laughs> it's going to be hilarious. I mean, First of all, he does not look 71. He looks 53. Yeah. He's a good-looking guy. He Second of good. all, they should have thrown a couple wild cards in there, like a 32-year-old looking for a sugar daddy. A 47-year-old who's his daughter's friend who always had a crush. But then oh, he would what? for sure pick one of those. That's, hey, that's showbiz, baby. <laughs> like, for no. sure. But that's, that, that's part of the game. <laughs> Dang, he was married for 43 years. She died in 2017. Oh, that's crazy. Man. Oh, he's a widow. Mm-hmm. See, now you like him even more. That's my point. <laughs> just imagine. Just imagine. You put in there like a, all the people they have now, 65-year-olds. And then you put in a, a 22-year-old OnlyFans model. Yeah. You put in a 36-year-old who was like one of those women who date like Pacino. and Yeah. Who's like for sure looking for a sugar daddy. But she's like, no, I just relate. You put in like a... 51 year old who you and then you have everybody his age and then let the chips fall where they may yeah you can definitely tell he uses the tanning um whatever that's a golden spray tan or spray tan what that's what i'm saying like it it looks so obvious like it looks terrible it could just it literally just it's called the golden bachelor lunchbox they make them look gold on purpose golden 
Oh, yeah. Maybe you're right, but I mean, I'm it's like, mostly that more than it is. He's super, but he is tan. Okay. Where'd you get the idea about the, you know, his daughter's friend? That's good. I'll, I'll do that too. Yeah. Daughter's friend. Yeah, his because he said his daughter's going to be on. Uh, yeah, he has two daughters, so you bring in one of her best friend who's who wants to break it to her, his daughter on the show. That's good. That she has a crush, and does she have her blessing to be on the show? And if she says yes, she walks right in and moves in with everybody. I wonder what kind of game this guy has, like. You know, he's been married for that long. Does he have good game or is he nerdy? Is he nervous? Like, he looks that's like he has about. game. <laughs> yeah, he does. He's, he, he's got a lot of game. Yeah, he's got he does I feel like if you're in the restaurant business, you got to be able to talk. He does not look gotta, 71. The premiere date for The Golden Bachelor has not been announced yet, but that's fun, at least for a second. It's pretty good. For sure. A couple other things I wanted to bring up here. First of all, um, Eddie, speaking of love, thinks his Amazon driver was trying to get with him, trying to hook up with him. It was weird, man. Listen to this story. See if you think Eddie's Amazon driver was trying to get with him. I I didn't even give it a chance. So I was getting Okay, you don't have to say that. Wow. You shot it down real clear. Male or female? Female. Okay. I'm unloading stuff out of my car. Amazon truck pulls up. I look back. I'm like, oh, give her a wave. Hi. She gets the package. She walks it to my door. And I'm like, hey, I'll just take the package. She goes, oh, thank you so much. That's so nice. Hey, I like that shirt. I was wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Thank you. And she goes, you ever, do you like massages? No, she didn't. I swear, I'm not making this up. Okay. I go, huh? Do you like massages? And I was like, eh, not, not really. And I got the box and I walked inside. I didn't even give it a chance. I'm like, this is weird. She is totally hitting on me or she's selling massages. I think she was hitting on me though. Did Eddie's Hawaiian shirt have pineapples on it? No. Upside down? No. <laughs> great question. That's a great question, Amy. I don't think okay. so. But I think the fact that she complimented your clothing and then went for the massage, that does make me feel like there's a little layer to this. But I was like, what other... What other thing was she looking for when she's asking if I like massages? It's her side business. She is trying to get, she has her massage license. She's trying to start a business on the side. So she strikes up a conversation with people. She drops packages off to, and then she wants to maybe rub their. That's the logical part. That's yeah, the logical like, answer. Okay. Yeah, if Eddie said, yeah, but if actually. Eddie said hitting on him. I, I love massages. She'd be like, oh, here's my card. Uh, call me. There was I, no card. No one ran in the house. He yeah. ran. I said, he no, ran from you. her. Don't touch me! No, married man. Or in the house. It makes me think about how we operate as a job, like just stupid stuff where it's like maybe one of her coworkers was like, I dare you to just randomly ask a customer if they like massages. And yeah, she probably goes back uh, to her truck and she's like, Is it ba- a, a bet? Yes. She recorded it. Yeah. And I listen to him freak out some crime. <laughs> I was the victim. Yeah. Um, another thing that happened at Amy's house was so. Somebody that you hired to work, yeah, spit in your garage. Spit in the garage. It, it, honestly, Stevenson and I were both like a little thrown off because we were is not. Is your garage in, like an outside garage? No, it is a. a it's definitely not an outside garage. I was trying to just like you're thinking like a carport, a, like a carport. Yes. No, it wasn't even in my driveway. It wasn't even near the actual garage door. Oh, what was and, the guy doing? He was there just like a working on something, like fixing. I don't know, like the a handyman breaker situation okay. which electrician. Is in electrician. the garage Got it. and spit <laughs> a whole spit and like I almost wanted it just to had get to be um, subconscious he just spits normally because yeah. I just don't think you disrespect people while you're standing there he did it that's yeah. just crazy I, I think Stevenson's next Stevenson show is going to be about he, he Stevenson was so disgusted I mean and he's a boy like he he was even thrown off by it but his is like he wants to do a show about how you shouldn't spit in people's houses. That's weird. They would just spit. He just had to have lost like understanding of the situation. Yeah, and He's then immediately so into fixing that 
electric problem. And like my garage is, I take pride in it. Like I sweep it out, I clean it. Like did you it acknowledge looks good. it? He acknowledge it? No way! I didn't acknowledge it. That'd be weird. Did he have a dip in? In that he had to just like you just have to spit when oh, you have dip. Yeah. Was it a dip? No. That That's really not an excuse, though. Then don't vomit. put a dip in if you're going well, to somebody's house. Because then I would look <laughs> down and it would be like this. Instead of a normal-looking gross spit, it'd be a Who cleaned it up? dip one. Nobody <laughs> try it out. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. I want to play this voicemail here. We got this last night. I get it. I'm not a great broadcaster. We do this show. It's me. It's all you guys. Let's be honest. You ain't great broadcasters either. Oh, no, well, no, we're not. None listen. of us were trained in the world of being good broadcasters. <laughs> mm-hmm. We come on. We've been friends for years and years and years. We do this radio show. None of us act like we are great speakers. I talk too fast. I have an accent. I get it. I'm not going to win any speaking awards for how I talk. Maybe what I say, but not how I talk. <laughs> Play the voicemail, please. Bobby, what the heck is up with the way that you say penalized? I have never in my life heard anyone pronounce it penalized and every time you say it it really throws me off because you really put a hard emphasis on the peen part of it and it just catches me off guard am i wrong here am i wrong in pronouncing it penalized um rest of the show how do you say penalized love the show bye you're not wrong and i'm not gonna peen Elijah, you for calling this show. I think you do it on purpose. No, no. I really don't. And I don't know where that comes from. Because I would say like, oh man, they just got a penalty. I don't say they got a penalty. <laughs> no, you don't. So but, I don't know why I do that. But he's been penalized. Yeah. That's what I would say. Yes. Penalized. Uh-huh. I caught it a few times. I, I, I think I got confused because I knew I said penalized. But then I just trust that you know don't. what you're talking about. So I was like, well, shoot, is it penalized? I don't know what it is. A lot of times my extreme rural Arkansas comes out and maybe Arkansas Keith would say it like yeah, that. Yeah, oh. it could be like pajamas, pajamas. But I don't feel like that's a rural Arkansas thing. Almond, washing, almond. Washing powders or detergent. Yeah. <laughs> that's weird. Which we, which we always said washing powders. Um, I hear you. You're right. I'm not going to say I'm wrong, but I would understand why that, that sticks out. Do you want to change that or do you want to just keep going? I like who I am. Okay. I'll be honest with you. I feel pretty good about me right now. So I'm going to keep... I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna stick with the peen. There we go. Yeah, there's one thing that I'm really <laughs> into. Yeah, it's peen. So I'm gonna hang out. Yeah. I'm gonna keep doing peen, and that's it. It's gonna be penalized, and that's it. Good for you. Thank you very much. A couple things I wanted to mention. First of all, I cannot believe how big this Miranda Lambert story is getting. Oh my, I know. It's and I talked about it yesterday, and it is a bit trivial, but it's also I guess a slow news time. Because mm. this Miranda Lambert story is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I said yesterday, I like Miranda. I know Miranda. Um, I believe my stance was, I don't really know enough of what happened in the crowd. It wasn't the, gr- the greatest of look, but I know that maybe Miranda was having a bad day and I can understand that because I'll come on here sometimes and if I'm not feeling good, I'll react in a way and go like, oh, I wish I wouldn't have done that. So I said, this is not her typical MO. So even if it was worst case scenario, I'm gonna give her a pass because everybody deserves to screw up or have a bad day. Grace, yeah. Or, and then we were also like, who knows what was ha- really happening down there? Well, a couple things to talk about here. First of all, the, the fans that are that were the ones being yelled at, they act like now that they've been treated so terribly. They act like now that someone went into their house, broke in, stole all their family. <laughs> it's crazy at how much of a victim they are. They were just told to pay attention. They were just like, shut up, right. pay attention. And look, if I'm doing a lot of ballads and I do comedy, I don't have fun. I don't allow phones. That way that never happens. So maybe that's what we learned from this. If you're, It's Miranda's... A Vegas residency show. So it's small, intimate. Yes. Yeah. Her big show, you ain't going to shut phones yeah. down. Maybe you shut down phones there because everybody's seating in a weird... But these people are like, Miranda, hurt me. 
<laughs> I don't know what to do. I can't survive. A fan who Miranda Lambert chastised for taking selfies. It was more than that, and I saw more angles on TikTok. I'm still not saying that Miranda was completely in the right here. But these people during, I believe, was it Tin Man? Like her mm. greatest, slowest, most vulnerable ballad. They're like standing up. Big flash. Big flashes. I get it. They paid the money. They can do it. I'm not saying they were in the wrong, but I'm also saying I'm annoyed upon people around them because they're all doing a big group, big flat. It's like do it during a song that's not like the most vulnerable, sad, and don't use, I don't know. And I'm trying not to be biased because I do like Miranda, but these people now are acting like the biggest victims of all time. Like someone walked up and just punched him in the nose and said, get out of this Miranda show. That didn't happen. Oh, that'd be bad. <laughs> well, here's, here's a clip of, I want to talk about some of this. Um, and again, I am not on the side of, I'm still, I think I'm still on the side of the people taking the picture because you can do that if there were no rules against it. It just is not so cut and dry like this. Here is a clip of the woman with TMZ. Go ahead. It felt like I was being back. And she's British. She's oh, British. No. So we, she automatically <laughs> feels snotty. There's no, she probably likes the queen for king. <laughs> probably. Okay, go ahead. Do it again. It felt like I was being back at school and the teacher said, sit down. We were in the process of sitting back down. We just finished taking our group picture. And then suddenly we realized that as really as I was turning and sitting down on the bench, uh, the concert is stopping, something is happening. And we were like, oh, this is about us. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's well, definitely not British. Yeah, yeah. Not, not British. But also, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. I would be embarrassed if I got called out like oh, that yeah. and someone was like, you're really pissing me off. And, and plus, I'm there to see Miranda. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would be mortified and just want to like, Crawl in a hole and go away. And they did go away. They left immediately. Yeah. Well, I know they went away, but Especially now they're like suing her for like... yeah, because they had bottle service. Oh, that... Listen, I know they went away, but they're just like making a hole. Now they're very much out there. Yeah. I would just go away and make it stop. And then continue with more people. Okay, so this is again. I'm looking at other people. <laughs> it's funny how many people record everything because I guess people were recording. Miranda didn't care about other phones recording her. Because other people have their phones up and you can see it. So she's not stopping the show because people are recording her show or recording her, taking pictures of her. She's stopping it because they're probably 15 feet in front of her. They're all standing up in a group, blocking people and big flashes. That's what I want to know. Like how many pictures, how many angles? What? Wait, how many people in the group? Five. Like yeah. Five, five or six. Oh, that's a lot. They're I'm still up. not on the side. I'm still not going to go. I'm on Miranda's side. But I'm not on anybody's side because these people are annoying me now too. Because just because they're doing interviews, like <laughs> acting like they've been done yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, they're it's Miranda singing a ballad, and they're very close to her, and they're up taking big pictures, and that's okay. I would just shut phones down as what? a judge. No more phones at Miranda shows that are small at the casino. Okay, I'm very curious if you could picture justice for Miranda. This. I'm saying it, justice yes. for Miranda. <laughs> if you could picture this happening to you, like how do you think you legitimately would handle? Great it? question. If I'm doing jokes. Because I would say jokes for me, they're on, you, I need to have a cadence, and I'm telling jokes, and I can't have anybody interrupt me because I'm like, set up, set up, set up, punchline, laugh, set up. If she's doing a ballad and it's just her and an instrument, mm-hmm. and these people are really, really close to her, because they are, they're 15 feet from her standing up. If people stood up and took a selfie as I'm like, what's the deal with peanuts? <laughs> it would throw me off. Yeah. 
it really would throw me off. Okay, now flip it. You're the you're the concert. You're there. You're I would attending. Not do it right then. I know Ooh. you wouldn't. I I know. So it's I know it's hard for you to imagine it, but imagine it. And then I'm you not get annoying. Cold. So I wouldn't do that right then during that song. <laughs> I know, but just for the sake of like, because I've tried to think, okay, gosh, I'd again, I'd be mortified and maybe I'd leave, but also I could maybe have a good attitude and be like, sorry, Miranda, love you. And like sit down and enjoy the show. I don't know. I would just do it like during Mama's Broken Heart or something when everybody's up. Yeah. Nobody else is up. Yeah. Read the room. I think that's my number one rule we talk about all the time on yeah. this show, that there is nuance in life. Read the room. I'm still not on Miranda's side, just so everybody knows, but I'm not on their side either. I just think it's an incident where... They did something kind of probably dumb at that time, and she probably reacted in a way that she wished she hadn't. And okay, we're all losers because we're still talking about it, and I'm a loser for still talking about it. <laughs> That's it. And you guys aren't victims, and you're British, so I don't think they're British. I don't think they're British. Well, I don't British. Know they sound British. They... Yeah, they she didn't sound British. No, no, no. no. That's definitely no. another country. Yeah, that's no. like Australia. No, 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 no. no. no, no definitely not I would guess Russian. Uh, what? Armenian. Oh, she's Ar- from the Valley of Ballet. That sounds more like Armenian. Oh, now we're all guessing. And the picture was great. It was a great picture. They did a great job. And she was right in the middle. Yeah, they right right in the middle. They yes. did a great job of creating the whole. the whole. I mean, I was like, that is a great picture <laughs> of yeah. you and Miranda. Like, That's I was like, movie. whoever coordinated, like, okay, you need to move a little bit to the left. It was perfect. Framer. He has a good yeah, picture. It was hey, I do got to give him credit for that. Lunchbox, good point. It was a great picture because they left that gap. It's like somebody with a gap in their teeth. They had the gap in their teeth. And Randa filled that gap. Wow. She was that tooth. That's probably why <laughs> they not, wanted not, it. I'm terrible at accents. In that moment. I guess America's and the world's just a big melting pot to me and everybody sounds the same and I just love everybody. Oh, oh. oh. Yeah, that's nice. Okay. Yeah, except for people that ruin concerts. <laughs> All right. Thank you. I think that's it. Do we? Let's play the other clip from her, Ray. And if I get annoyed, I'm just going to shut it down. Go ahead. It was so fast. Uh, 20 seconds, no more than 30. I don't think she could see the flash because we are standing. I learned afterwards that Miranda Lambert sometimes does get bothered when someone in the audience. You know, 20 or 30 seconds in a three minute song. Yeah. That's a pretty big, that's a, it's about a third of the song. Well, no, that's Eddie. That, that, right? No, no, that's no, no my math's not very six. good. Yeah, it's about okay, six. six. It's still a no, long that's time. what I meant, six. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and she ain't British, huh? No, 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 not even close. Not Australian either. All right. Um, thank you. Justice for Miranda is what I say. Everybody get off her case. I did say, Miranda, if you want to come talk about this, you're more than welcome. They passed. Takes picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they passed. Um, and then don't throw, don't, don't use a beach ball. If you, it's like, what are these people going to do next? Put a beach ball up in Miranda's show in, mm-hmm. in the Vegas casino? Remember she had the beach balls? Oh. We mm-hmm. talked about that with her. about that. She, we, we were talking because she was, Miranda's been on the show a bunch, but she keeps a box cutter on stage and then if a beach ball comes up, she slashes them. And so here's what she had to say about beach balls and asked her where that started. I was literally starting over you and here comes a beach ball flying at my face and then the whole crowd's looking at the beach ball and it's staring like a heartfelt ballad and where it started was on the Kenny Chesney tour in 2009 because I was doing more like her which is like a again like a deep whatever I was sitting on a stool on the stage and a beach ball someone like did a volleyball spike like with this giant ball and it hit the mic and hit my lip and busted my lip and I was bleeding and I was like I'm done so I started carrying a knife on stage on the drum riser so now I have like a pink little razor blade and that was a slow song too. It sounds like when she's doing an emotional song and she's pouring her guts out, she would like for people to at least act like they're paying attention. That's it. Mm-hmm. Good thing she keep a knife up on stage for that. She oh, don't out there. Oh, she boy. slices the camera. She pulls Zorro with those women. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she also says people. This is on our show here. Accused her of being a buzzkill. 
Do you feel, though, that sometimes they do this now because they want the, the treat of having Miranda pop their beach ball? No, because then they're like, you're so violent and you're not any fun. And I wish you wouldn't be so um, a buzzkill. Like, but I don't have a song about anything about water. <laughs> like, not even not even a steel drum anywhere. So I don't understand. It's just weird. I don't like it. Justice for Miranda. It's the last time I'll say it. Unless I'm still annoyed and do the segment again tomorrow. <laughs> That's it. Back in a minute. I want to go over and talk to Ray Dina in Wisconsin. Ray Dina, welcome to the show. What's going on? Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Well, I was calling because I was listening, and that chick called in and left the voice message because she's irritated that you say penal. Mm. And you probably get it from the penal system. Like when people go to prison, oh. they're in the penal system. Penal so system? you're not wrong because pe- being going to the penal system, you're penalized. You get so pe- I think you could go either way. Why don't they but call is it that it? You get penalized. <laughs> you get penalized going into the penal system. But have you ever said penal system? <laughs> yeah, every Probably. day. <laughs> yeah. Are we sure about that? <laughs> I go home and I get on Zoom and teach kids about the penal system every day for like right. an hour. Yeah, but that, that might be it. Radina, thank you for calling. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, it. Yeah. It is the penal system and it's penalized. So that's it. Huh. And we'll leave it at that. And I was right. So uh, let's go over and talk to Joy in North Carolina, and then we'll get to the news. Hey, Joy, what's going on? Hey, Bobby. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. That's so cool. So, Bobby, I just wanted to call and give you a shout out. I don't agree with everything you say, but I definitely <laughs> wanted to give you a shout out on promoting being on time, being early, giving yourself buffer time, because my morning has been unbelievable. So apparently I fell asleep with my phone in the bed, so my alarm did not go off because I did something to my sleep to it. So we got up late, me and my daughter. My key fob to my car battery was dead, so I had to change that before being able to get her to school. And apparently my data ran out, so my GPS was really behind. So it took me an out-of-the-way way to get her to school. And we still got to school on time. Technically, maybe like a minute late, but the bell hadn't rang yet, so she was technically on time. And none of that would have happened if I didn't set my alarm, second alarm, way ahead to give myself that time. So I just wanted to give you a shout-out. <laughs> Boom. And you know what? She wasn't penalized because <laughs> her key fob was down because she gave herself enough time. What about the data, though? That's kind of yeah. weird. Low yeah, on my data. car will do that sometimes where it's, well, I don't I know about maybe hers. maybe she was using her phone data oh. to do her map. But also, it's like you schedule your timing to get somewhere enough for if you get a flat tire. Yeah. I don't want the stress of right. feeling like I'm always late. Yeah, but. And so I get there because it's a respect to the people that I'm getting there for. But yes, I, I Joy, that's awesome. And I here's, uh, you guys mind if I do a little little soapbox? No, please. Yes, thank you very much. Thanks. It is, I mean, it is my show. Wait. It's your show, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Joy, you started that, and I love you. I'm glad you called. You started that with going, hey, I don't agree with everything you say. That really could have been left off. I mean, you could have just gone right to, hey, this happened. Sometimes people will see me, and they will go, hey, you buy bones? Yes, I am. They're like, hey, do you mind if I get a picture? And I'm like, yeah, sure. I don't really mind at all. They're like, I'm really not a fan of you at all. I don't even know who you are, but my sister loves you, so can I get a picture? And I'm like, (laughs) you could have left all that out. You could have just said, can I just get a picture? I would have had no problem. You could have sent it to your sister. My feelings wouldn't have been hurt at all. We both would have left a happier person. Mm -hmm. There's no need to go. Are you buy bones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, I mean, I think your show's kind of stupid, but my mom loves you, so can I get a picture? That's always, it always puts me in a weird place because then how do I, well, you hate, and I don't think Joy hates me. It just reminds me of when this happens sometimes. Well, you, well, but you just, you, you just said you don't like me, but you want to get a picture for your mom. 
can you just said, hey, can I just get a picture? And then you can just send it to your mom and we all are happier. Yeah, yeah. That's always a weird thing for me because they're like, hey, you know what? Are you Bobby? Yeah. Well, you're ugly as crap. But can I get a picture? Because my cousin thinks you're really cute. I was like, I, did you have to tell me I'm ugly? <laughs> did you have did you, did you have to? <laughs> hey, uh, Joy, and so that wasn't really about you, but you did lead that call with, we don't always agree. What do you not agree with what I say? Ooh. Exactly. Since you're asking. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, um, She's loaded up. She's got it ready to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Joy. No, I just feel like some things here, if I've been listening to the podcast for years, and I feel like you're not as consistent with some things as you have claimed to be, go ahead. you become less more lax with things. Um, and then personally, I'm not a back the blue person. It's an employment that you signed up for. So you sign up for the occupation. What is it? Occupation? Like occupation? <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. occupational hazards that come along with the job. So I just, certain things I just don't agree with. Uh, we don't really have to get into it, but I just feel like some things you can't be more consistent with or set in place. Some regulations, like with Lunchbox and its negativity. Like, why are we just starting throwing out yellow cards? Why hasn't that been going on? I hear you. Positivity. The, okay. oh, well, why are you calling in here trying to give me a yellow card? Let me address, let me address, let me address a couple things. Let me address I that. think she wants it to be a red card. Let me address a couple things. <laughs> Straight to red. First of all, I'm getting a lot of crap because Lunchbox's report, I kept give it, giving him extensions. Yeah, man. For everybody listening, I want you to know this. We have all in this room known each other for some of us 20 years. And if it's so funny to me and entertaining, it wins. And it's so funny to me that he's an idiot sometimes. And his wigs didn't come in. <laughs> and his, And so I'm just, it's not... I mean, he's not getting a letter grade and that's going to affect his getting into college or not. So it's so entertaining to me that it's funny. Now, sometimes it's not entertaining. And if somebody doesn't do their job, then it's like, well, we got to do something serious, like spend the will of punishment. <laughs> but things happen. You yes, guys got to understand. Happen. Yeah, and yeah. it's fun. That, that's funny. Um, what else? Um, the back to blue. I, I absolutely agree that we all have different perspectives and from my perspective, I see a lot of police officers and I have people I know that have joined the police force or the military or um, I guess I don't have any firefighter friends anymore, but they, they have jobs that they do for whatever reason that I don't have it in me to that, that characteristic to go and try to save a life or put myself at risk in front of some for somebody else. And I see that ner- a nurse, I'm going to put, put a nurse in there too. Um, I don't have that quality of I'm going to take and risk me for other people. And I feel like police officers, one, when we see them, we react sometimes in a negative way. If we see them on the road because we go, oh, they're going to give us a ticket. Because usually when we do run into them or we do have interaction with them, that is what it is. But most times when I have an interaction with them, they're doing a good job making sure that we're not having interactions with bad guys or the people just aren't coming to our house, knocking on the door and going, I'll just steal all this stuff. Um, and every time they pull somebody over, they're at risk getting shot. They're at risk of so. But I completely acknowledge we all have different perspectives on how we've been affected by different things in this country. And I understand the culture, the reasons um, of, of we'll say the culture differences with some people who get upset at cops because they've had bad experiences in bad parts of the country. And there are bad cops. Yeah, bad apples. There are bad cops. Yeah. I choose in my personal life to hopefully when I get pulled over, I make sure that, that, that the police officers feel safe. I appreciate police officers because they're doing a job that I don't have the guts or the heart to do. It's like people that serve in the military. I don't have the guts to do that. I don't. I am a wussy. But I only get to do this wussy job because somebody didn't rob my house last night. They, they have before. But only, only, only once or twice. <laughs> uh, and 
I was able to get to work today. Nobody's shot me on the road. It happens occasionally to other people. I feel I, I'm, I'm taking care. I'm safe for the most part. So I do appreciate. I do back uh, the blue and police officers. There are bad ones. It's like there's bad everything, but I completely understand where you're coming from. But I, I will be inconsistent, though, sometimes with Lunchbox, just because I think it's funny. You're setting a precedent, though. You know what I'm saying? The precedent is, I guess, if it's funny, it's okay. <laughs> um, but I really appreciate that call, Joy. Thank you hey, for opening that up. Yeah. Note to self, anytime we have a segment due, yeah. involve wigs. Mm-hmm, wigs. Yeah. And then they haven't come <laughs> yeah, in yet, but I don't, I don't know, know what to tell you. I, I don't, and you I, should I, just wear a wig every day. They're from China. <laughs> and he blamed China, too. I love that. <laughs> That's the perfect country to blame. <laughs> or Russia. Yeah. Or Russia. You can kind of just go with them all the time. Okay. Uh, why don't I play a song? We'll do the news in a second. Hey, Joy, really, though, thank you for your call. I really appreciate all of that uh, from what you asked about and what we talked about there at the end, too. Of course. Just right. wanted to give a shout-out. You right. have a good one. Bye, Joy. Bye, Joy. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. 
I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's go over and get to the news. Bobby's Big Stories. Jerry O'Connell, a hero, he noticed a food truck on fire. He leaped into action. Sheriff deputy responded to the truck fire on Sunday in Malibu. They pulled a guy from it. They began to extinguish propane tanks, which is when Jerry saw it and jumped in. He was driving along. He's got twin girls. He got out. He moved straight toward it. And according to reports, he climbed a fence. He grabbed a fire extinguisher, started putting out flames. Okay. Yeah. He has prior experience fighting fires. When a wildfire near San Bernardino Mountains threatened his home, he assisted firefighters for a number of days days, and helped save his residents and other people around. That's crazy. This dude sounds amazing. It's crazy. I mean, mean, he really went into it to save somebody else. Uh, I like Jerry O'Connell. I only know him a little bit. He came on the show. We did a uh, 25 Whistles. Yeah, yeah. He got a job that I was up for, so I guess I should hate him. Or be happy for him. Yeah, right. I actually, but I actually am happy for him. That's the thing. I don't <laughs> I don't hate him. He's super cool, super nice, super yeah. funny. Um, I went and hosted the 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 talk for a week. Yeah. That? And they were like, hey, we think we want you to host the show. And I'm like, I don't know if I can host it because I got the radio morning show. And they're like, well, never mind. We have... Uh, Jerry O'Connell's going to do the job. And I was like, what about me? Oh. <laughs> but I'd already said, I don't know if I can. Yeah, he's awesome. But I think that that's really good. Jerry O'Connell was the kid in Stand By Me. Yeah. Married to Rebecca Romaine. Stamos. He, no, no, that was her ex. When she was married husband. to John. Oh. Yeah. And then <laughs> My Secret Identity. Anyway, good story by him. We like it. Meth poisoning causes a steakhouse in Santa Rosa County, Florida to shut down after seven people became sick. A Florida panhandle restaurant closed after an investigation into alleged illegal drugs put into customers' food. What? That's on purpose. Well, let's see. I don't know. That is an opinion you had based on a headline that I read. Right. So let me go on. (laughs) Which is how America works. Okay, but today a family-owned and operated business is closed. 20 employees are out of work all because of the power of social media. Nico Japanese Steakhouse said in social media post, We have been brutally harassed daily by various media outlets who have slandered and defamed every aspect of our business. Yeah. I'm part of that. You literally just were. (laughs) Seven people tested positive for illegal narcotics last month after apparently dining at the Pace Florida restaurant. Three tested positive for methamphetamine. Investigators could not tie the restaurant to drugs, but a state regulatory agency said it discovered dozens of health violations at Nico's. WTVY with the story. Now, dozens of health violations does not mean that they were putting meth purposefully into people's food. So how to get in there? What I I heard is soy sauce. I don't know. And there is a soy sauce element two where yes but who did they do it accidental in general for everybody specific towards people i don't know it was in the soy sauce is what that's what the story yes yes allegedly Mm. so i think whoever was making the soy sauce was i'm gonna tell you here's the thing i know people have used meth a lot where i come from a lot of people use meth you don't waste it right you don't you don't go uh this would be funny with my meth because no. it's not cheap. 
It well, is cheap. That's it why is. it's used. Oh, really? You it's make it out of you crap. you it yourself. You yeah, don't want to sell it. it or you need it. Yes. Uh, and that's what I mean. I don't think they meant to. I think maybe they had it on them and they dropped it in the soy sauce. How do you oh. drop it in the soy sauce? What I would do is I would go back and if anyone yelled, I dropped my meth, I would <laughs> question them first. <laughs> Or they had it on their hands. I don't know if you can just... That, drink. probably not, but... That's what yes, I, I... I assume they were handling it, and they dropped it in there, and they were just like, oh. I think the restaurant's getting the, as Arkansas Keith would say, the S end of the stick mm-hmm. here. But yes, there were some health code violations. But I'm telling you, any restaurant you go into, if there ain't a warning, there's probably a couple of violations. I worked in a restaurant. Many, for a long time. There are bugs. It's wet. It's it's hot. It's a lot of food. It's Yeah. Di- yeah. It's hard to keep that clean. There's meth. What do you want? They may not even make their soy sauce in house. I think. Uh, I think that, that soy sauce. There's something to the soy sauce. I, read I know, but I'm saying they could get it from uh, outside. But how source. good was that soy sauce? Oh, good. and just imagine you're, you're yeah. eating something like you just start you feeling only all crazy. Want more soy yeah. sauce. But how terrible if now you get addicted? That's right. what I was thinking. Right. Most people. That doesn't happen like that. Okay, but that would be... Or, gosh, what if at your work, they do a random drug test the next now day? that would oh. suck. Oh. All right. Uh, random meth test. Uh, Jonathan, you're up. Okay. Okay, good. <laughs> Jonathan. You do meth. <laughs> you're like, what? <laughs> like, I don't do meth. Uh, okay, moving on. Uh, uh, are you guilty of fubbing? Huh? Regularly snubbing your partner to look at your phone. That could cost you your marriage. Now, a study has warned how our obsession with our phones could be taking a toll on relationships. Scientists set out to investigate the effect, uh, effects of fubbing, which is phone snubbing. Phone snubbing, fubbing. Fubbing, PH. Right. Fubbing is a process where someone is so distracted by their phone that they're not able to have conversations with others from the oh. Daily Mail. I would say that if there had to make conversations about me fubbing, I probably would fub all the time with everybody because I'm just constantly looking. I love my phone. Yeah. It allows me for a lot of interaction, a lot of connection in ways I never would do because I'm not great in person. But I also can be a little too on it. And so we definitely have at our house dinner, I put the phone away. There are a lot of times where I put the phone away. I try to be more just focused and I won't say in the moment, but I'm mindful. All, I'm in the moment on my phone too, baby. <laughs> it's not a bad, but yes, I do understand where that could be a sign of disrespect if you're talking to someone and you're on the phone. So I try to do better. Um, I thought, oh, here we go. This person they were like, I, I'm so thirsty. It's got to be my diabetes. It's a brain tumor. Yeah, I saw that. Do what? Yeah, Jonathan Plummer, 41, was drinking about 10 liters of water for two years. Constantly tired. Doctors were like, it's diabetes. And so, because that, what, what was happening to him was also common with people with a certain form of diabetes. And then it, the tests keep coming back. They kept testing him. Inconclusive, inconclusive. And so then there was a mass... And it was a brain tumor. Wow. Oh. The tumor had grown on his pituitary gland, which was causing his need to drink more water than other spots on his brain. An operation wasn't an option, so he was placed on steroids to help with the pressure of the tumor on his brain. The treatment caused him to gain over 50 pounds, and so he had to go 30 rounds of intense radiotherapy and is now cancer-free. Whoa, that's Oh, good. wow. He remains on medication. That's from the New York Post. And I'm looking, I mean... Yeah, he really he went through it. Wow. Dang. And he also just thought he had diabetes for a long time. But a brain tumor, that that stinks. Well, a lot of, a lot of downers here today. I know. You got, you got oh, my, God, it makes man. me want a full okay. body scan. What? I want a full body scan like mm-hmm. once a month. I know it's not possible. It's never going to happen, but gosh. Is there a store that does that? Yeah, can you? I'm on my whole body check. 
All of it. Yeah, just go to the airport. They do the screener. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. Let you know? Not like that. Do you want to attract the ladies? Here is an out-of-the-box idea. This will be a positive one We can before we get to a song. Start mumbling. Scientists with the American Institute of Physics says that males who speak less clearly tend to be more attractive to the opposite sex. The larger because of masculinity. Oh, here they come. What's up? Here they come. <laughs> this is largely because women see it as a sign of masculinity and being a man's man. What? Numbling? Men find a woman with precise pronunciation more attractive because it signifies femininity. Oh, really? Yes. You're so feminine today. Thank you. I guess like football players kind of mumble a little bit. Yeah, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, I is that like caveman? Like, yeah. I'm just so big and yeah. muscular. I just <laughs> go out and kill animals. Or I don't really study words. I just. Whatever. Right, I don't I get just, that yeah. at all. Don't go home and start. Blah, 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 blah. You probably already do, though. I talk really fast, which can be construed for mumbling, but not the same. Or is, is like it? That? Or <laughs> is it? Okay, that's the news. Thank Those you. Were Bobby's big stories. I want to go talk to Trenton real quick, who is in Santa Rosa County, Florida. Hey, Trenton, what's going on? Oh, man, I'm so excited. This is so cool. Thanks, man. Um, yeah, so I live in Santa Rosa County, and I always went to Nico's for my birthday and eat there many times with my family, and uh, they started to close down. I didn't know why, and I, I looked it up, and I found some information about it. Yeah, what tell you want to tell it to us? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Um, so the, they did an investigation on it, and they found methamphetamines inside of the soy sauce. Right, and they checked the prepackaged soy sauce, and it also had it in there. So it really wasn't from the place itself, but social media took them so strong that they had to close. I think Eddie needs to say something now too. Oh, yeah, my, my apologies. I I heard a headline and I assumed. And you know what? That's just not what you do. Because you, you, you need to hear the whole story that before you decide That's exactly things. what I said immediately when you said that. And I'm sorry there I did that. Okay, NPR can write an article about Eddie now. But you know what? Amy was right. About? About it could be the prepackaged or where the soy right, sauce so is coming the, the from. The soy sauce yeah. was not made in-house. Well, we also, this is, I mean, Trenton could actually own Nico. We have no idea. <laughs> that's true. But, but, so that's, real that, Nico. Listen, this is the, the, the story here. Everybody wants to comment on stuff. They have no idea what they're talking about. That's right. I don't either. I just... And that's why we did that. It was an experiment to show yeah. you how Facebook works. Right. Yeah. Uh, Trent, I appreciate that. <laughs> Thanks, man. I, I hope the restaurant opens back up and they find the restaurant did nothing wrong. Yeah. And yeah. the people that are, health, are healthy who got the meth in their soy sauce and... Justice for Nico's? Ju I don't know yet. <laughs> okay. Close, though. Trent, thank you for the call, buddy. Thank you very much. You All have right. a nice day. Yeah, you have a nice day, too. Hey, Bobby Bones, I've got this big dilemma. So I'm summoned for jury duty, the selection, tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock. They're going to make me get up at 9 o'clock on my day off. But anyways, my question is, what do I wear? It's my day off, right? It's my day off. Do I wear tie-dye t-shirt and shorts, an acceptable shirt and jeans, or a Peter Pan collared white shirt? with black pants. Maybe throw in some heels. Let me know what y'all think. <laughs> I'm sorry it's your day off. It's your day off, <laughs> I'm going to tell you though, the court doesn't give a crap. 9 a.m. day off? Wow. Jury duty for myself. It was even annoying, but it's an annoying thing that we all do because we owe it. We deserve to be jurors and we deserve to have a jury of our peers that feel like they need to come and do a good job, right? Okay, since you put it that way. Uh, you can wear almost whatever you want. I would just, if you're going to a... 
six out of ten dinner dinner with some friends. Like if you're going to Chili's, right? You dress like you would be going to Chili's. Long as not after a game. You wear jeans or button, maybe a little button-up shirt. Just like sure. semi-professional, like you're going to work. That's it. Unless you're a lifeguard. Don't Does it like matter, that. though? Like if you do show up in the tie-dye shirt and shorts and flip-flops. They'll still let you unless you're doing something that's distracting. Got it. Like, yeah, I mean, but when they send you a note or call you, what do they do? How do you get picked? Because I've never I got been... a letter in the mail. Okay, when you get a letter in the mail, does it say, like... It this does give rough requirements. Code. It's not like RSVP black tie only, no. <laughs> but it is. We asked it. Yeah. I mean, I wore slacks and a button up. Yeah. I just didn't want to judge calling me out like I'm in a Miranda Lambert concert taking a selfie, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I just was like, I just want to be. And then I got dismissed too because they were like, okay, here's the case. This guy, he's up for, he allegedly, or the case is he assaulted someone, beat him, beat him up with a gun, did this. Um, has anyone been affected by this in any way? And I was like, thank God I have been pistol whipped. And I raised my hand. The only time I ever thought that. Your Honor? Yeah. Uh, I've been pistol whipped. Held a gunpoint. Okay, well, you're free to go. Yeah, you're out of here. I danced. I, I Ellen danced all the way out. <laughs> <laughs> like she's dancing down the aisle. I was out of there. But it was all true. Uh, here's another voicemail. This is Emily in Virginia. I was calling to give a shout out to my husband, Sean. He got me tickets to your show in Virginia Beach, and I'm super excited and super blessed to have him because when I looked online, they were all sold out, and then he surprised me with them. So I'm excited to take my daughter, Aniston, and we're going to have a little mommy and me time. Super excited to see him. Thanks, Emily. Yeah, my Comedically Inspirational Tour actually starts on Saturday of this week here in Nashville, and then we go to Wichita. I kind of let you guys a little insecurity part of me here. So we put all the shows on sale. I'm, I'm super excited at how well they sold. Like Wichita, Virginia Beach, Tampa, they all sell out almost immediately. Big theaters. And my people are like, you should do a second. We're going to shoot a special in Wichita, right? They're like, you should do a second show in Wichita on Friday night. And I'm like, that's a win for me. I sold at the theater. I'm always nervous about ticket sales anyway. I think every time I put tickets on sale, no one's ever going to come. I said, no, do, do a second show. I'll sell it out. I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I want to, though. They're like, but yeah, but you get paid more. I don't, I don't really care about that. I spent all the money anyway shooting a special. I'm not really making much. Any, we're doing this ourselves so we can control it and then hopefully shop it. Trust us on this one. So I put the second day show, Wichita on sale like a week later and we are, I don't know, half full right now for that second theater. And I told them, we're just gonna have a win. We've, we sold out the theater. So I'm begging people to come to that Friday night show in <laughs> Wichita. So can you imagine doing a special and there's nobody in the crowd? People oh, be yeah. like, this is the worst special ever. Even people didn't even want to come buy tickets. So we can, Tampa's both nights are going to sell out pretty good. But that Wichita first night, we're like halfway there. So if you guys want to come, um, Bobby Tampa's Bones. two nights? Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah, we did a cool. lot of two-nighters, which is cool. Yeah. But well, the, Wichita, clearly, they'll, they'll show up. Yeah. It'll still happen. Yeah, you hope. And if not, you use the footage from the... Or you just put, you only show the first two rows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if you guys want to come to those shows, uh, DC as well, uh, bobbybones.com. Bobbybones.com to get tickets. We'll be there August 11th, the 12th in Wichita, and then Tampa the next week. Um, you want to do Lunch of Seven Songs? Do we have time, Ray? Yep. All right. Lunchbox does not like music. It's weird. He doesn't hate it, but he's like, I'll pass. I don't care. He runs with nothing in his ears, no music. He drives, nothing on, nothing the radio on, doesn't listen to anything. Just not a music guy. So he said, what are your seven favorite songs? How hard was this for you? It took me like hours. Yeah, we have, Ray just said we have six minutes to do this bit. Like hours yeah. to come up with this like list. I was like, let me see, is that song? And I'd listen to it, I'm like, that's oh, good, but is it one of the best ever? The top seven worthy, yeah. All right, oh, number seven. God. Oh, I, I didn't do any particular order. 
Okay. What? It's a, so it's a he top likes them all the same. List. It's they're all the same. But you don't have like a number one, two. Okay, I'll do that. All right, Leave number seven. Are you asking for an extension? <laughs> no. Kind of. <laughs> number. Okay, just look. Number roughly, seven. Number seven. Castles in the sky. I. Ian Van Dahl. Did you have to Google that? Yeah, I don't know his vibe. Okay. Like, it's deep. Like, the meaning of it is true. Like, why do we do that? Why do we build these huge old castles in the sky? Like, why do we do that? Castles in the sky? What do you like, mean? Like, big, big skyscrapers? Or big houses? Like, why do we do that? It's just so... I, it, is that the purpose of the understand. song? I don't understand. No idea. Number six. Number six. <laughs> Oh, man, he's I, looking at it. He's, he's, oh, you're arranging it now? Yeah, yeah, I'm arranging yeah. it now. Is Gin and Juice Snoop Dogg. Now, bounce okay. Okay. Lay back. With my mind, throw my money in my money. All right, good one. Next. Next one. How do you like me now, Toby Keith? How do you like me now? This is like a Bob FM. Where they just play Bob please anything, <laughs> and then it's like Castles in the Sky, Snoop Dogg, Toby Keith. We play everything. I Let's mean, this is the ultimate like screw you song. Like you really? thought I was gonna be nothing. Like it is. It, it speaks to all the haters out you there. You like and that? We, yeah, we all have haters. We've had haters our whole life, and I mean, it's like man, it's so good. Six, five. All right, number four. Number four. Thong song, Cisco. Really? What's this remind you of? It just reminds me of the club. It just reminds me like when thongs were so popular, sticking out the back. You're like, oh, let me see that. Mm. It's so good. You, would that. you say, let me see that? Mm? Yeah. The people. L- like, yes. It, it was between this one and Daisy Dukes. Mm. Look at that girl with them Daisy Dukes on. But thong song just hit better. Like it hit better. Love a good hit. All right. Next up, this is number three. Three. Okay. Go ahead. Is Corpus Christi Bay, Robert O'Keefe. What? That's a wild card. Where you grew up. Yeah. Not Corpus Christi Bay, but like Robert O'Keefe's massive. That's massive. In Texas, yeah. So good. And, and it's like, this is like, you can't live with regrets. Like, no matter what, if you go back and change it, guess what? The same thing would happen. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I still partied and I lived my life and it was awesome. And it's kind of like having your brother's back. You're always there for each other. Such a great song. Number two. <laughs> Number two. Hey, y'all, uh, Outcast. Y'all don't want to hear me. You just want to dance. This is your second favorite song of all time. Like, when you hear this, like, it, just, it is a great. I love it. I it love puts it. a smile shake on it. your face. Shake it. Shake, shake it, it like, like a, a Polaroid, Polaroid picture. picture. I mean, it's so good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're. Number one song. The number one song. Favorite song ever. Is I Believe I Can Fly, R. Kelly. I believe I can fly. No, 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 no. I believe no, it's I a song. It's a song, Amy. No, it's He's separating art from artists. It's no. the song. It's Amy, no. you're interrupting the best song yeah, of all time. I'm interrupting Turn R. Kelly singing. Oh. Sorry. Why didn't you pick Tina Turner? Her songs are great. Her songs are great, but I, I mean... They're amazing, but they're not the best of okay. all time. Hmm. Also, Castles in the Sky is not about... <laughs> <laughs> Nothing he's saying. Nothing. I really, really? Yeah, I'm putting a pin in. I need to remember that for later. Right. Okay. Can, hey, can you be quiet? Can we... You know, the R. Kelly thing is kind of weird because he's a, a terrible, terrible horrible. human in jail for... Yeah. I, I understand that, but this song is yeah. amazing. What? I did like the song. That, I, just, I yeah. just removed it from my likes. Is it because of Space Jam? I've never seen Space Jam. Oh. 
Okay. Yes. He, he believed he could fly to those castles in the sky. <laughs> right. <laughs> so deep. Thank you, though, Lunchbox. I appreciate that. Top seven songs. I know that was hard for you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was a couple honorable mentions that didn't get in. Yeah, but... quickly. Ray, tell me I got to go. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, there was one uh, Stevie Wonder Superstition. Okay, good. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, I had Zach Brown Band Toes. That's yeah, a great one. That's a good one. <laughs> that's so good. You could totally replace R. Kelly with that. <laughs> his heart wanted. What, what? Yeah. His heart wants. All right. Thank, thank you, Lunchbox. <laughs> Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Lincoln, Nebraska. A 20-year-old man was in court for speeding violations, got some fines, and he left court. On his way home, he got busted driving 106 miles an hour. Mm. <laughs> some people, they are who they are. And he shouldn't do that, but you gotta res- you gotta respect. He knows who he is. Yeah. <laughs> he A lot is of who times, he is. people are confused. They don't know who they are. They're lost. <laughs> this guy knows who he is, and he will continue to be fine for that. So there you go. Yeah, and he got a suspended uh, suspended license now. Wait, so but what did what did he get the first time? Uh, I believe his license was suspended, but he was allowed to drive home. But now he can't even drive home. So now, now he can't even drive home. No. <laughs> now they're like, we won't even allow you to drive home. You must walk home, sir. Okay. <laughs> I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. I'm jealous. Mike D got to go to Blink 182. Oh, wow. And my wife and I just got back on Sunday. We, we really talked about it. Because she oddly likes Blink. Her introduction to Blink 182 is Travis Barker being with. The Kardashians. Meet the Barkers, right? No. no. Is that He's not dating no, Courtney. That's 15 or... years ago. But that was a great show. <laughs> yeah, that was him, cool. and that was about him and Shannon Mokler. Oh, okay. Right. But now meet, it's him and Courtney, uh, Courtney Kardashian. Right. And they're married. They're having a baby. Yeah. So, but she knows him through them. And so she's like, is he good? Was he the singer? No, no, no. He's a drummer, but he never wears a shirt. He's always tattooed. <laughs> Super nice guy, it seems. And so we've been listening to a lot of Blink-182, which I listened to a lot when I was younger, but they played here, and Mike D went, and I was jealous, and how good was the show, because they're older and they're back together now. It was so awesome. I've been listening to them since I was in elementary school, so it was like a dream come true. And you're like a punk pop kid. Yeah, that's my, that's my music. I was someone who played Blink-182 on the radio back when I was a teenager working in radio, and I liked Blink-182, but Mike like, wasn't a punk band. Like, they were... You know, this generation of punk pop, like, they were kind of the guys, huh? They were the head of it, yeah, yeah, them and Green Day. How good was the show? It was so awesome. I got oddly emotional, like, during the first few songs. Like, they started playing, and all these memories came back of me being, like, a 10-year-old kid listening to their music, never being able to see them. And then I was finally there getting to experience it, seeing them live. Like, it literally brought a tear to my eye. When it happens, if you're, like, crying a little bit, do you hide that from your wife so she doesn't see you crying about all the small things? Or do you... Let her see that you're emotional. No, I let her see it. I was you like, did. this is awesome for me. Like, to get to see one of my favorite bands of all time and then now here with my wife, it was like, wow, like, the kid in me just, like, couldn't visualize myself getting to that point. Married or with the band? Both. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and they were broken up for a long time. Yeah. So when you started to have some success and you started to not be poor anymore and then you started to do pretty good, you were never going to get to see them because they don't. They didn't play. Yeah, they haven't had this lineup in like 10 years. Dang, that's pretty cool. I mean, that's pretty cool. I, I heard to... that they make jokes about like breaking up and stuff during the show. Yeah, they're like, oh, you're going to leave the band again? <laughs> <laughs> pretty vulgar though on the mic. Oh yeah, very vulgar. I hear that they like really try to stay true to what they used to be as well. Oh, it's a lot of bad words. <laughs> well, just like it's you come into a Blink-182 show, so they want it to feel like a Blink-182 show, yeah, right? Though, yeah, it's the stuff I found funny at 10 years like, old. Like purposefully yeah. they're being those people. But it's not weird because they're like 50 now? But I think as long as you know, it's kind of a purposeful thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they have a song that is all curse words. Every single lyric is a curse word. 
Oh, really? So I don't think they're living as children when they leave the stage. Yeah. Right. But I think when they're on the yeah. stage, they're like, we're Blink-182, this is what we're known for, let's have some fun. That makes Before sense. they go out, they're like, all right, guys, yeah, they make <laughs> dial fun it of back. It. They make fun of it because they say they have music reviewers come out, watch the show, and they're like, they give terrible reviews because mm-hmm. they're like, they don't get it. <sighs> yeah. Well, too, it's like, guys also... At our core, we may mature some on the outside, the shell, Amy. Are, but, mm-hmm. Eddie, do you know who is hilarious still? Who? These nuts. Right, so Yay. we still, we still do that, that stuff. It. We still Dang do it. that stuff, Saw and we that. still laugh out loud. Mm-hmm. And we're adult men. Right. Hook, line, and sinker, is that what they say? Yeah, but I it's mean, like yeah. we can't get enough of jokes like these nuts. Right. And we're— I get they're, it. There are kids. There's, <laughs> we have all this stuff. So that's why. But you loved it, huh? Yeah, and there was another moment where their bass player, Mark Hoppus, he had cancer recently, like mm-hmm. two years ago. He was fighting it, and he got like emotional, too, talking about a song that saved his life for the second time. Which one was the alien guy? Tom DeLonge. He talked about that, too. So he really went, I mean, spent a lot of money, a lot of time, and he went and like searched. I won't say search. He didn't fly up there looking. Yeah, yeah. But he did lots of research, was in like committees. He was the reason those videos came out from the Pentagon. Like, that was him. So what are the, uh, is there another member we haven't discussed yet? Travis, Travis Barker. Barker. Just three. Oh, just there? That's okay. It. Well, he's the only one I know. What, what, who are the, Ma- what are Benji Madden and what's their band? Good Charlotte. Thank you. And they're twins and they're not the same. <laughs> I know. They're, they're not, not near as good. They're, <laughs> I know. They're derivative of Blink-182. They're okay, like okay. goth Blink-182, but only from blink One Eighty Two success. But then Blink from Green Day and Green Day from the, you know, yeah. but still awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm jealous. Yeah, it was That's awesome. Cool, man. Uh, thank you. Speaking of shows. Let's see, Nashville, I'm doing a show this Saturday. There aren't any tickets. There may be some whole tickets that come out day of. There are some, like, eight single tickets if you guys want to come. Like, but you have to sit by yourself. That's kind of lame, huh? No, oh, I mean, I'd, I'd be that. people want to go, I wouldn't mind going by myself. I yeah. would hate going with someone and sitting by myself. Yeah, that's That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you yeah. can get single tickets, and you and your friend can sit, like, seven seats apart. I would go to a show or a movie by myself all the time. I have no problem. If you're secure enough to go to a show by yourself, that's awesome. But it would be lame to be like, all right, Eddie, we're going to go to a show. <laughs> you sit over there. I'm going to sit down here. I'll see you on the other side. Right. That would be tough. But there are single seats, a few, if you guys want to come to the show this weekend. And then Wichita in a few weeks. And come on. Let's go. Let's do it. It'd be fun. Uh, BobbyBones.com, Wichita, Vegas, Tampa. It's going to be a fun tour. That's it. Uh, on tomorrow's show, uh, Jordan Rogers, he won The Bachelorette. He's got a show on USA Network. He was a uh, college quarterback at Vanderbilt. And on Friday show, Chris Stapleton. All right, goodbye, everybody. Uh, the Bobby Bones Show. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis, mm-hmm. back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. 
To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.